you are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Speaking of a phenomenal week, uh, I know that this was the first week back to campus for undergraduate students at the University of Guelph. I'm not sure about other campuses, but uh, if that happens to be you and you happen to be listening to this show right now, I know you're probably thinking, oh, my God, my sleep cycle is messed up. And oh, my God, I have so many classes to take. And I literally just had my winter break and it's a relatively rough transition. I know you're probably thinking all this. And let me tell you, it's so natural to think all this and to feel everything that you're feeling right now. Um, a little bit of a stress, a little bit of a overwhelming vibes um and uh, the exhaustion you know all that is natural but let me tell you um you'll be fine by next week this exact day this exact time you will be 100 fine um and you'll be back on the grind uh trust me that's how i felt last week when i started or yeah i guess i had two weeks off or yeah a little bit more Maybe a little bit less. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, as a grad student, you know, we always keep going. And uh, for me, that's how I felt last week after New Year's Eve. Because, you know, you're like, oh, my God, you know, I've been resting all this time. Now it's time to get back to work. It's hard in the beginning. But once you get back on the grind, it feels like the grind never stopped. Speaking of grinds. Oh, my God. All these segues. Look at me go. <laughs> Um, speaking of grind, um, uh, I actually read about this new program that I thought was really cool to mention here on TKO, especially because, uh, y'all know sometimes we talk about, you know, or we have these like motivational segments of the show and we talk about, you know, working hard, how to have a, a persevering mentality and how to apply principles of sports into our daily lives so that we can thrive better and um, we can have better quality lives pretty much. So I was talking to a friend and um, I was told about this program. I mean, personally, it was new to me. I had not heard about it, but maybe if I bring it up, it might ring a bell for some of y'all. Uh, I was told about this program called 75 Hard that was designed by uh, a very respectable man called Andy Frazella. Um, I had heard of Andy Frazella in terms of his podcast and like the the, the self-help stuff that he does. Um, but I had not heard about this program. And um, I want to bring it up, I guess, kind of early on in the year because uh, the 75 Hard program is all about maintaining discipline or rather establishing discipline in a more chronic way um, and uh, it kind of teaches you ways to sustain mental toughness throughout different challenges that uh, the program proposes 
So I heard about this program and I thought, you know what, I'm, I just want to give it a try and see how it's going to help me improve my day to day life. And uh, I think I'm on I'm currently on day maybe four of the program or three or four. I honestly lost count because I've just been so busy over the past few days. But uh, basically what this program uh, talks about, and also on a side note, disclaimer, this is not a promotion for this program. I'm just telling you about it because I thought I heard about it and I thought it was pretty cool. So I'm just sharing it, you know, as a friend. Um, so basically what this program advocates for is... Um, you taking care of your body in different ways. Number one, it tells you to drink one gallon of water and it tells you to do two workouts every day, um, at least 45 minutes. One of them being an outdoor workout. So it could be as easy as you going on a walk in your neighborhood for 45 minutes and then coming back. And um, another thing is you have to stick, uh, stick to a diet for 70, 75 days. Yeah. Um, and you don't you cannot have cheat meals um, like fast food or, you know, takeout or whatever. And you cannot have alcohol. Um, you can have drinks that are zero calories. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know why I'm blanking so hard. Maybe because it's at the end of a long day. But um, another thing that uh, uh, is advocated for in this program is that you read 10 pages of a nonfiction, fiction, <laughs> excuse me, a nonfiction book, um, which I thought, you know, everything else that he uh, tells us to do is to improve the body. And this one is to improve your mentality and your mind. And I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so, you know, it could be any book as long as you read at least 10 pages of it every day. And the last condition is that you take a picture of yourself every single day up until the end of the program for you to, I guess, just kind of look through the pictures and see how far you've come and how much the program has actually been contributing to your well-being physically and just like, I guess, even even it could be improving you mentally, it could show on your face. But anyways, um, the, the rules are simple, but um, you'd be surprised. It's hard to stick to it. One gallon of water is a lot of water. Two workouts, if you're not used to it, it could be a lot. Um, and, uh, if you have a, you know, hard job during the day and you're just so exhausted by the end of the night, when you get home, you might not probably have this mental stamina or just like the energy to even open a book and to read the book. And so that's the thing with this program. Um, it tells you to do all these things and it actually tells you that, a lot of people have tried out this program and they have been successful in it, including Andy Frizzella, who is a successful businessman himself. He said that he's done it twice. Um, and um, the another rule is that if you miss any of these conditions for a day, doesn't matter if you're on day 74 of this program, you have to start all over from day one. And I guess that's also part of the mental toughness thing. You just have to be as disciplined as possible so that once you start the program, you'll just keep going with it 
and you actually finish the program. So I've currently started it. Um, I'm really excited to see how it's going to go. I actually had to start over, I think, two times already because I, w I had a relative, actually not relatively, I had an incredibly busy week last week. So um, when I when I first started it, it was a little bit hard to stick to the schedules and whatnot. But so far, I've been doing it and uh, so far, so good. Knock on wood. Let's not jinx myself. But um, I just wanted to share it today on the show in case uh, it was of any interest to anybody else listening to this right now. Um, I would highly recommend it. I can already see improvements in just like my energy levels even because I personally was struggling with them a lot because of working long hours and then coming back home and just like feeling like a zombie pretty much uh but with this program um with everything that it tells me to do it just keeps me it's been keep it's been helping me to keep sharp in, in all aspects and uh it's honestly a beautiful thing so the 75 heart program look into it if you're interested or if you want to learn more about it shoot me a dm on instagram at tko underscore podcast and i'll see if i can help answer any questions that you might have okay so that was that um what else did i want to talk about today i had so, so much on my mind okay before i get started with the show content um so actually <laughs> this is so random but i when this happened today i was like you know what i have to do this thing on tko so i want to give a big shout out to my advisor and my phd advisor dr tammy martino you're asking why uh i'm not i'm not giving tammy a shout out just to be biased but when we had a lab meeting today um we were just talking about different stuff and then uh dr martino said something like mma related uh, mma related and uh, it was just uh, really interesting for me to to hear that i was like oh my god i can't believe that you actually know about that thing and we had a really nice chat and so i just thought i should give her a shout out uh <laughs> because that was pretty cool and you know what it's been very interesting to me because i feel like the more people know about me doing TKO like people just try to contribute to um uh just like you know they're like oh my god I heard this MMA related thing like did you hear that uh xyz you know if it's like co-workers advisors family members so I really appreciate every single one of y'all um it's it's really cool you know it's just I I just wish that I had enough time to bring every single one of you on the show so that we can just talk about all the cool stuff that's happening in the world of combat sports but yeah i just wanted to give a huge shout out to tammy <laughs> okay um so we actually have a lot to go through today uh we are going to be having the first mma event of the year happening this upcoming saturday january 14th which is going to be happening at the ufc apex center in las vegas we're going to be having ufc fight night headlined by an amazing light heavyweight bout between sean strickland and nasruddin emanov so this fight is going to be you already know it's going to be one of those uh uh, slugfest if you know what I mean it's gonna be very uh, uh, consistently paced if that makes sense because both guys they know how to bring it onto the table they know uh, that you know they just want to put on a good show neither guy is the type of guy who wants to just go for the finish immediately so you already know you are in for a treat of a fight night this upcoming weekend so that's going to be the main event, but 
I guess <laughs> I don't want to sound biased again, but to me, the bout that also caught my eye, even to a greater extent, wink wink, uh, was this bout, this bantamweight bout that I just saw in the in the main card of this UFC fight night that is going to be between uh, Ketlin Vieira and Raquel Pennington. So these two ladies, I absolutely adore them. I absolutely I just worship them. Sorry. Like, that's just, that's, uh, they're, they're so tough. They're so phenomenal and so incredibly talented. Um, and they're going to be going at it in a bantamweight bout. And so, yeah, that's another breakdown that we have coming up for today's show. But before we get started with, uh, those breakdowns, um, I have a very disheartening announcement to, to discuss before we get started with anything else. You might have heard uh, by now that, unfortunately, uh, recently we lost a very young prospect and talent in the world of MMA. Uh, rest in peace to Victoria Lee, who was a professional MMA fighter fighting for one championship. And uh, she was only 18 years old. Um, the The last name Lee might ring a bell in one championship because... Um, uh, Victoria Lee, she had siblings also fighting in one championship and, uh, it's just so disheartening, you know, to, to see her go at such a young age, she was only 18 years old and, uh, she had an undefeated professional record of three and oh, but unfortunately we lost her very, very recently. As you can imagine, she had a bright future ahead of her um, for someone to be 18 years old and to already be fighting professional MMA and to be fighting so um, flawlessly. It is a, a once in a lifetime thing. You don't really see folks like this. Um, they So truly, Victoria Lee was indeed a prodigy in one championship and uh it really really breaks my heart to say and state that she is no longer with us um and uh at this time we can do nothing but wish the lee family um condolences and uh our thoughts and prayers are with them at all times it's just so disheartening, so incredibly disheartening. So I thought that it would be nice to dedicate this episode to Victoria Lee. May you rest in peace, Victoria. Um, you're no longer with us physically, but you will always keep you in our thoughts. Rest in peace. All right. So getting started with the show, uh, we have a UFC fight night coming up this upcoming Saturday, like I mentioned before. And okay, listen, I have a rant here. Rant alert. Okay, I need to uh, <laughs> I need to find some sound bites before I start going on a Janan rant on TKO episode so that y'all know if you if you get headaches every time I go on a rant, you already know if I just put on like a like a horn or something, like an air horn or something, you're like, uh-oh, okay, time to skip like 20 minutes ahead uh, and see what the next segment is of the show. But um, my rant for this currently is that I cannot believe that UFC is still having events at the Apex Center. So you're probably asking, what is wrong with the Apex Center? Well, okay, so here's the thing. So since the pandemic happened, the UFC wanted to have their events, but they didn't know where to have them. 
because they wanted the fighters to fight, obviously, and they wanted the fights to be televised. But for health and safety reasons, they could not have any people in the audience. So what they thought was cool to do was to host their fights at the Apex Center. Apex Center is like a very small arena, and I believe it's connected to the UFC. Uh, what's it called again? Like their headquarters in, in uh, Las Vegas. So, you know, it has a cage inside. It has some seats around, but it's not uh, uh, f- uh, suitable for people coming in to watch the fights. And I really don't know why they keep having their, I guess, regular fight nights, if you want to call them, at the Apex Center. Because, you know, the people who fight at fight nights, like, they're pretty good and talented fighters. And I just don't understand why they have to, those people have to be deprived of their right to have uh, fans around, to have a crowd around to, to root for them or to just just make noise and just give them that hype and the energy that other folks would get in turn like if they if they are lucky enough I guess to fight on a pay-per-view card but the folks who fight on the regular fight nights this is what they get and I just don't understand why the UFC wants to do it this way well, I guess I I, <laughs> I kind of get it from a business perspective because it the, the UFC owns this arena and they don't really have to pay rent or anything for it. So I guess it just makes their job so much easier and it doesn't really hurt their pocket. But come on, UFC. Come on, man. I mean, yeah, COVID-19 is still around, but how is it that you, you have or like you sell out the T-Mobile arena or some other big arenas? Um, and you know, I don't think it's a health and safety matter anymore. I generally think it's a business thing from this point on, but please UFC, can you just for once, for once prioritize your fighters, like what they want? Cause I, I've, you know, it's not just me saying this. I have heard fighters and their teams complain about this. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you happen to know someone who could, pass the message along to the UFC uh, officials. Uh, Please, please pass this episode along so that they listen to it and they do something about it. But anywho, I digress. So, uh, (laughs) Strickland versus Eminov. So this fight, oh my goodness, I'm so excited for this fight. Also because this is going to be the first fight of the year and it feels like I haven't watched fights in a whole month, which I think is pretty accurate. The last fight card that we had was on December when was it December 10th yeah it was the Magomed Ankalaev and Jan Blokovic fight the last fight card of the year of 2022 and here we're gonna be starting the year with a bang because Sean Sean Strickland uh, is a brawler period And uh, I would not expect anything less of him in this fight, especially because he's going uh, against a very tough opponent. So um, when you look at his record, um, he has had five losses. But um, if you look at the the most recent fights that he's had, he's fought off against some pretty big-name fighters. He's fought off and won against folks like Uriah Hall, uh, people, you know, absolute like uh, sledgehammers like Jack Hermanson. And yes, the past two fights that he's had, they've been a little bit rough, but 
to be fair, I mean, just look at the names of the fighters that he's fought recently. He fought against Alex Pereira uh, in July of 2022, which I mean, and, you know, he got knocked out. But you know what? I don't want to give him any any um, uh, grief because Alex Pereira, as you guys know, is the current middleweight champion. And he was the one who defeated the former champion, the guy that we thought was just so invincible, Israel Adesanya. So for um, and I don't want to have this sound the wrong way, but for Alex Pereira to have defeated Sean Strickland, I'm just not going to give Sean any grief because he has lost to a current champion and one of the best folks out there. Um, and then the next fight that he had, you know, you can call it, you know, the mentality that you have after a loss and it could impact you in upcoming fights, like usually the most immediate fight. Um, it could be that he did not mentally recover from that loss that he had against Pereira um, or whatever the reason was. But to be fair, in this case, uh, in the most recent fight that uh, Sean Strickland had, which was against Jared Cannonier, he fought pretty good. Um, I feel like he he tried his absolute best and um, he put it all out there. No room for regrets. But uh, it's just so rough uh, to 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 uh, the side fights that go the full distance and it does come to a decision, especially if it's a close fight. He, he lost that fight in a split decision against Jerry Cannonier. Uh, but again, you know, it could have been that his mentality wasn't there from the previous loss that he had against Pereira. Or it just could have been that, you know, it just uh, he, he didn't have a, a, a lot of luck that night. Nonetheless, you know, having said that, Sean Strickland is one of the most badass guys out there currently. So as you... Um, could tell you know he has actually moved up a weight division for this fight he's moved up a weight division to the light heavyweight division to fight against Nasruddin Imanov and you could say that it's a uh, like a strategic move in in his uh regard or you know in from his perspective I don't know where I was going with that. You know what? You're just like talking about something and then you're, you you get lost in your own words. Anyways, um, but uh, it's a very interesting choice of moving up a, a weight division for Sean Strickland because I feel like, um, he, I mean, the people that he had to get through in the middleweight division, he already got through. And uh, he is a very uh, good fighter but if he were to stay in the middleweight division he would eventually have to cross paths with the current champion and some of the other top contenders in the middleweight division people like Israel Adesanya etc etc and um, in my opinion he just uh, he probably wanted to dodge some bullets there um, so I support his decision. I feel like it makes sense. And also in terms of cutting weight, he doesn't probably have to cut as much weight now that he's moved up a weight division to the 205 pound weight division. So you know what? It's an it's a fresh beginning for him, a fresh a fresh year. And you know what? Let's see how this fight is going to go for him. But you know what? His opponent is no one to underestimate. Um, Nasruddin uh, Emanov, um, he is currently on a three-win streak, and uh, he has fought some interesting uh, people in his uh, weight division before. 
One to note is Edmund Shabazian, uh, who he actually TKO'd via elbows, which was very impressive. And uh, he also fought against Joaquin Buckley, which was a great fight. He won this fight very dominantly through a unanimous decision win. And so because of that, you know, I think it's a really interesting matchup because both guys here, Sean Strickland and Nasruddin Emanov, their fighting styles are very close. They're the type to um, just just go out there, guns blazing, full on power. Um, they they're not like the super cautious fighters that you see sometimes in in uh, uh, the the higher or like the heavier weight divisions. They just want to go out there and have a good time and have a good fight. Um, but in this case, you know that's exactly why this fight is going to be really interesting to watch. Most likely, they're going to be fighting exactly like each other, mainly conducting the fights, um, uh, striking. Um, if it does go to the ground, I don't see it uh, being kept on the ground, the fight. And uh, uh, again, I, I really do predict this fight being mostly a stand-up uh, stand game. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things are going to go here. But uh, before we run out of time, I really want to talk about this Raquel Pennington and Catlin Vieira fight. Um, oh, my God. These ladies. So Raquel Pennington is a absolute veteran in women's MMA. She's been fighting for uh, so many years now. Um, he, she, she's been doing really well recently. She fought against some top talents like Aspen Lat recently, Penny Kanzad, um, some, some other, um, uh, amazing and talented, uh, ladies out there. She has lost to Holly Holm, the former, uh, Bantamweight champion, um, but again, you know, she, since that Holly Holm loss, she actually hasn't lost the fight since, did I say since twice? I think I did. <laughs> but um, she, she's back. Ladies and gentlemen, she is back. And uh, what an amazing fight it will be against Ketlin Vieira. This woman does not play around Ketlin Vieira. And you know, <laughs> you know what? She has actually defeated Holly Holm as her most recent fight. So that's go that goes to show that, you know what? Ketlin Vieira is actually a very dangerous opponent in this case. But now the question is, is uh, Rocky Penning or Raquel, Rocky Pennington's experience going to come into play and going to help her out in this case? Because, um, you know, she's a type of fighter. There's a reason why um, they, they I think one of her other nicknames is Tank, if I'm not mistaken. So. They call her the tank because um, she does not tire out. Even if she's bloodied up, just, you know, cuts on her face, what have you, this woman just keeps on coming forward and she'll just keep on fighting until her last breath, pretty much. So she's very tough and perseverant, but so is Kellen Vieira. Um, but Kellen Vieira, one thing to note about her fighting style is that she's a very strong uh, wrestler. Like, uh, I don't know um, what sort of training she does, uh, but whenever she throws uh, uh, folks to the ground uh, via hip throws or, 
you know, double like takedowns, whatever it is, it's so dominant. And there's uh, rarely ever a time that um, the takedowns are unsuccessful. So that's something that I would say Rocky needs to watch out for, especially because in some of her past fights, she has shown that if she, you know, if things don't go in her momentum from the beginning of the fight, she has shown some weakness when it comes to defending takedowns properly in that regard. Um, but for me, I would say for Rocky to be uh, successful in this fight, she needs to keep Kellen Vieira at a distance, but just try to strike with her as much as possible so that she can um, slow her down the least. But um, conversely, for Kellen Vieira to be successful, I would say she needs to utilize her wrestling. So do the exact opposite that um, uh, that um, uh, Rocky Pennington is doing in this case. Um, go for takedowns as much as possible. Ground and pound and tire Rocky out that way. But nonetheless, I'm so incredibly excited for this fight, this bout, and all the other fights that are happening on this UFC fight card. First fight night of the year. Make sure you tune in this upcoming Saturday. And I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, John Nan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.